Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you will find the inspiration and motivation you need to manage your money better so you can stress less and live the life you want. This is Ashley with Budgets Made Easy and the Money Mindset Podcast. Today, I want to talk all about how I save about $600 a month on groceries. I literally cut what I was spending on food and groceries in half. So if you're like me, before we started sticking to a budget, your grocery bill is just out of control. I mean, I was like sick to my stomach how much we were spending on food and groceries and eating out. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. At the time, we were a family of four with two being small children, one a toddler and one a newborn who wasn't even like eating anything like she was still breastfeeding so you know there was no excuse for spending as much money as we were on food and eating out now that we have three children family of five and my grandmother lives with us so you know she eats um, dinner with us most of the time We've had to up our grocery budget just a little bit, um, but we still stick to about $700 to $800 a month. Now, whenever we were paying off debt and just a family of four with the two small children, we were spending $1,200 a month on food and eating out. We cut that in half, cut it down to $600 a month on groceries. We cut out eating out. And if there was money left over after the $600, that's what we use for um, fast food and lunches, you know, eating out for lunch and things like that. So we still stuck to this $600 a month grocery budget for a long, long time. Okay. So if you are an average family in the U.S., you probably spend between $850 to $1,200 a month on groceries according to the USDA. So I have a feeling that that number is probably higher for some of you, especially if you eat out a lot like I do. Like If you've been following me for a while on Instagram or Facebook, you know I love eating out. And I don't know why. Like It's not like we go out to restaurants and stuff because I'm too cheap for that. But I go through the drive-thru all the time, which adds up like 20 bucks every time I go through the drive-thru, but it's so quick and easy. So I am going to give you some tips on cutting your grocery budget in half. And one of the tips, which is meal planning, of course, whenever I have a meal plan and I already have everything there and I know what I'm going to eat, it doesn't... I don't have an excuse for going through the drive-thru. So it saves me in more ways than one. Like I find that if I have my meal plan, everything's set, then I have no excuses for going through the drive-thru. So, and I will make some excuses to go through the drive-thru because I just like, well, and you know what? The food's not even that good. I really don't know why I do it to myself. I really, I don't, Uh, but Before you get started, I want you to figure out how much you want to spend on your groceries, like to stay in your budget, to meet your bigger goals, and everything like that. So we were, we cut it in half. We said $600 a month was doable. And we were actually able to stick with that for a long time until we had our um, third child. And, you know, there's months that we overspend, especially after we were um, paid off all our debt and had um, our money in savings. Um, But, you know, while we were intense and really, really focusing on paying off debt as fast as possible, we stuck 
to the budget. And we were able to do it with a lot of um, different tips. And I'm going to go over those here in just a second. I've already mentioned the first one meal planning and you can get a free meal planning worksheet on my website I'll link to it in the show notes but meal planning is a big big deal like I want you to go through your pantry and your freezer see what meals you already have and ingredients that you already have and plan it out I plan mine a week at a time Um, I'm just too lazy to do it more than that honestly Uh, but you could plan you know a whole month but I typically grocery shop for one week sometimes two um, but you know you can't get a lot of the fresh stuff that you need two weeks ahead and I don't have like moo moo room in my fridge for you know a ton of milk and stuff because my um, two youngest kids love milk so I buy a lot of milk every week so um, I don't have room in the fridge for all that milk so I will usually like if I go ahead and stock up for pantry and freezer things for two weeks I'll still have to go back and get like fresh stuff for the second week but it you know obviously it's not as big of a shopping trip so I would recommend while you're still learning this and trying to figure out what to do plan for one week at a time so even if you get paid every other week and you do a budget for each paycheck like I recommend and let's say you have $300 for that two weeks split it up you know, you could do 200 the first week to um, stock up and then 100 the second week, or you could do 150 and 150. It's up to you, but keep in mind that that 300 is for the two weeks. So you could go ahead and plan out your meals for the two weeks and then, you know, get what you can now and then get the fresh stuff later, you know, just make sure that you are sticking to your budget. There's no right or wrong way to do it, of course, um, but making a meal plan is a really simple, easy way to avoid eating out and using up what you already have in your pantry and freezer and really sticking to your budget. Like it's super important to make a meal plan. And then number two is to make a list. So once you make your meal plan, make a list and take it with you to the store. There's tons of apps you can use to keep it in your phone. Um, I like to just write things out. That's just how I am. Um, But if you're like me and occasionally forget the list, you know, an app or even putting it in notes, the notes app on if you have an iPhone in directly to your phone, that helps as well. And one of the big things whenever I was really, really diligent about sticking to my list is not to buy any extras unless I know I'm under budget. So one of the third tip I have is to use a calculator while you're shopping. So like if I have my list and I've gotten everything on my list and let's say I have an extra 30 or $40, I'll grab, you know, some extra snacks and, you know, some wants and things like that. Now I do usually, you know, have certain uh, snacks that I usually get anyway, they're already on my list. So I may get some extra or a lot of times what I'll do is I will just save the money and I use that for going through the drive through and eating fast food or, you know, eating out or whatever. So just because you have extra money left in a certain category doesn't mean you have to spend it, but you can spend it. Like that's what it's there for, right? It's giving you permission to spend that money. That's what a budget is. So if you have money left over, you can put it towards your bigger goals and get there faster. And depending on how intense you are and if you're um, paying off debt and things like that, but if you're already debt free, you already have your money and savings in 
enjoy the money. Um, so that's something that you can do with what is left over, or you can spend it on some things that you want. So totally up to you. You could also kind of buy some extra items to stock up. I like to have extra quick, easy meals in my freezer. And they're kind of expensive if you buy the like the already made freezer meals. So if I have some extra money here and there, I'll buy one or two and just kind of keep a rotation of stock in my freezer. The next thing that I recommend, number four, is using cash. So you've got your meal plan. You have your list. You're using your calculator while you're shopping, which by the way is like the like one of the most important tips if you want to stick to your budget. Use a calculator while you are shopping. Number four is to use cash. So if you only have so much cash, you can't overspend if you're tracking with the calculator and you don't have that backup. And you will find that with cash, uh, you really don't need certain things. Oh, I can't even tell you how many times I put stuff back at the register. I'm like, oh, I don't really need this. I don't really need that. You know, like junk food and snacks and stuff that... You know, I may have picked up because I had a little bit extra, you know, according to my calculator and I just, you know, set it aside there <laughs> because, you know, I don't want to hand over the cash. Like whenever you swipe a card versus using cash, it has a different emotional and psychological impact on you and you think about spending money differently. You just do. And so especially as you are learning these techniques and trying to stick to your budget, use cash for certain categories. You don't have to use it for everything. I am not using cash for gas. I'm not taking all three of my kids and going into the gas station and dealing with that. I will use my card because it is what it is. Like I have to get gas to go to the store. I have to take my kids to school and all the things. So gas is what it is. Like if I have to save money, it's going to come out of a different category. So use cash, use a calculator, a meal plan, and a list. Okay, number five is use coupons. Now, I am not an extreme couponer. I never have been. I did try, you know, when it was super popular and there's the TV show and everything, but I just, uh, I didn't have time. And I have even less time now with an extra kid and working from home and trying to run a business and all the things. So you can get coupons for free online. And then a lot of places like your grocery store, you can load coupons onto like their loyalty cards and things like that. I do use coupons that I get like that I automatically get in the mail, you know, and look for specials and things like that that I get in the mail, but I don't make an extra effort to go find coupons. Now, the one place that I always look for coupons because they're like two, three dollar coupons and they take manufacturer coupons on top of their own coupon is BJ's Warehouse. It's like a Sam's Club or Costco if you have either one of those. Now, I don't think that Sam's or Costco takes coupons, but BJ's does and they have their own and they're like two, three dollars. They're always at least a dollar. Um, to $1.50 at a minimum. So of course, I'm going to use those coupons. So I do make an effort to use their coupons, but they send them to me in the mail and I can load them onto my card before I go. And you can use a manufacturer coupon. So if you get a coupon for let's say like ketchup, they may have their own and you've got one that you just clipped yourself, you can use both of them. All right, tip number 
Six is making and planning meatless meals. Meats are so expensive, especially beef. Uh, And you can save a ton of money by making meatless meals at least, you know, once a week. You know, just build it into your schedule. They're still delicious. And, you know, you may prefer it for certain things. So think about the um, plan to use meatless meals. Number seven is using cheaper meats, so like chicken or pork. We started using ground chicken and ground pork instead of beef. It's a lot cheaper than ground beef. We also like to use like turkey sausage, sometimes turkey bacon to save money. It's not as good as real bacon. I don't care what anybody says. It's not. Real bacon is so much better, but it's so freaking expensive. So we do, you know, substitute that a lot. We eat a lot of chicken instead of, you know, beef. Beef is so expensive, but of course, you know, you could buy like, um, a whole cow if you have room. Sometimes that's cheaper. I've kind of looked into that and haven't taken the leap on it. Um, You know, but local and fresh beef is better. It just tastes better um, because it's a lot fresher. So, you know, if you have a local farmer that you can get like a whole cow or a half a cow or quarter cow, you know, whatever to um, save some money on meat that and you, and you have like the freezer space for it, that is good as well. So number eight, and I've already kind of mentioned this, is shopping at a discount or warehouse store. So like I said, I shop at BJ's Warehouse a lot, but you do have to compare pricing because I have found that for Certain things like paper products, toilet paper, paper towels, and cleaning products, um, and some food. BJ's is cheaper than like Walmart, but some things are actually more expensive. So you do need to keep track of the cost of things at like Walmart or Aldi's and compare it to the warehouse stores because they have to make money and that's how they do it. They get you in there by saving, saving you money on certain things in the hopes that you will buy some of those other things that actually cost more money. Another thing that I used to do is I would shop at Aldi's This was before I got pregnant with my third kid and I literally couldn't even walk through Walmart. So I just had to do grocery pickup orders and things like that. I would go to Aldi's and get most of the items that I could there. And I would only spend like 60 or $70 for a week's worth of food, which included almost everything. And then I would go over to Walmart and get the things that they didn't have um, or that I didn't like. Because some of their stuff, at least when I used it a couple years ago, when I shopped there a lot, um wasn't very good or I didn't like it as much as like name brand or Walmart's brand or whatever. Um, But some of their stuff was actually better. And so I kept having to like keep track of what I liked and what I didn't like because I could barely remember what of theirs I liked and what I didn't like because some of this stuff was not good, but some of this stuff was really good. Um, But obviously I haven't, um, I haven't shopped there in a while because I just don't have time to go to a million different stores every single week. And so I would rather just save my time than drive all over the place trying to save a couple dollars. So that's me. But keep in mind, I am debt free and I have my emergency savings. So whenever I didn't have that, I did because I needed to save the money. So it's kind of up to you and your priorities. And just keep in mind that when you don't have to be so intense and strict with your budget, you don't have to do that if you don't want to like you get to live the life 
that you want. Like I don't, I don't like shopping and I don't want to go to 10 different stores every week. Some people love to shop and don't mind it. So totally up to you and your preference, of course. Um, but I hate shopping. And so I do uh, grocery pickup orders even. Like I don't even like going into the store and shopping anymore. Um, number nine is to use cash back apps. And my favorite is Fetch Rewards. And I will link to it in the show notes. But they take online receipts. So like Amazon and your Walmart grocery pickup. And you just scan your, it's so much easier than Ibotta. Ibotta is complicated and you have to jump through a million hoops. It's just a waste of time. Fetch Rewards, You all I do is do my normal shopping. I scan my receipt and I get rewards. And then I redeem them at $3 worth, which is 3,000 points, which adds up super, super fast. And if you use my link in the show notes, you can get a code for an extra um, 3,000 or 2,000 um rewards points. So it changes changes each month. Um, some months it's actually a bonus of 4,000, but um, normally it's just 2,000 extra once you scan your first receipt. So you got to use my link, make your account, which is free, of course, use my code, and you will get a minimum of 2,000 um, points, which 2,000 points is $2. So every 1,000 points is a dollar. Um, now, you can also use the Walmart Savings Catcher if they still have that. It allows you to scan your Walmart receipts as well, and it's based on your GPS. And I used to use that a lot, but since I did online shopping, I couldn't use it anymore. So I actually haven't used that one in a while because I do all my shopping online, which is why I like Fetch Rewards because I get points for my online shopping. Um, I think they even take Target online, Walmart, Amazon. I mean, it's a bunch of places that you get points for shopping online because I'm lazy. I'm not going to go into the store, shop all over. Okay. Number 10 <laughs> to save money on your groceries, unless you are me, is to garden. Now, I have spent hundreds of dollars trying to get a garden to grow and I suck. And so I usually end up wasting my money. I don't actually save any money with gardening, but you can. Like I always try to do like peppers and things that we use because like green peppers are so expensive. They're like 70 cents a piece up to like a dollar or more a piece when, you know, they're like a dollar for the plant at the store, but you have to be able to get it to grow. And sometimes I do have luck with peppers, but everything else I can't seem to get to grow. I am going to try again this year because my girls are asking for it again. So uh, we'll see how much money I put into the garden and how much I actually get out of it and save. But, you know, if you're better at gardening than I am, then you can, you can really save quite a bit if you buy a lot of fresh produce. So those are my 10 tips to saving $600 a month on food or, you know, cutting your grocery budget in half, however you want to say it. You can get my free meal planning printable and I will link to it in the show notes as well. And let me know, how do you save money on groceries? What are some of your secret tips? Because I know that some of you out there are money-saving ninjas and save way more than I do and can feed like a family of nine on $600 a month. Um, I'm not that creative when it comes to meal planning and, you know, shopping at a bunch of different stores and I'm lazy and... I just don't want to spend that much time on it. So I know that there are probably tons of other tips out there that you um, do to save money. So let me know in the comments and I will talk to you guys next week.